Mike Murphy here welcoming you to the first Senior Times series of podcasts. Over the course of the next months, it'll be my pleasure to interview and chat to some of Ireland's most prominent and interesting people. Among them, broadcasters Ryan Tuberty and Marty Morrissey, entrepreneur and businessman Dennis O'Brien, author Deirdre Purcell, producer and director of Riverdance John McCalgan, communications specialist Terry Prone and many more. We'll also be hearing from experts on pensions, health, financial planning and mindfulness. Thanks to our sponsors, Zurich. Expressway, Doro, and the Sports Surgery Clinic. Well, hello and welcome to the Senior Times podcast. I'm delighted to welcome as my guest today, Ryan Tuberty. There's no need to actually <laughs> add any frills around your name, Ryan, that's for sure. No frills attached. Um, well, I would say one of the nicest people in this business. So I would say that, but I'm not going to go into all the rest of the stuff. Okay, okay I don't know what to do with that. Now, I'll tell you what. I wanted, I'm interested to talk to you initially about celebrity, about mm. fame. Mm. Um, but before getting into that, would could I ask you now, at this stage, give me your assessment of your career as it stands today. Um, I'd say it's porous. Um, I'd say that it has been... Um, uh, you, are you talking about today or in, in a retrospective? Retrospective. retrospective. I'm, I'm, what I'd like to know is this. Yeah. You're, I think you've done maybe 10 or 11 years of The Late Late. Yes. You've been yeah. doing your, your solo performance on radio, yeah. both uh, 2FM and Radio 1, for yeah. a number of years That's now. Right. It, it has always appeared to me that this is your lifelong ambition to be where you are. Yes. But the fact is, you're in your... Late Eight-ish, 40s, am I yeah, right? 47, I thought, 47, yeah. and you've now achieved this. Mm. So, what way are you thinking of where you've got to, yes. how you've got to it, okay. and where do you go where from, to here? from here? <laughs> Good, okay, that covers a multitude. <laughs> um, first of all, it's the dream. Uh, I got the dream. Uh, that's the truth. I always really, really wanted to do what I'm doing. Now, what I'm not going to do is sugarcoat this by saying it's been beautiful. It, of course, it's been complicated. And of course, um, real life gets tangled up in uh, showbiz, so-called. And, you know, all those ups and downs are complicated. And what you see isn't necessarily what's happening in, in, in the real life of it all. But it's been a joy. I remember talking to Jerry Ryan, uh, as interviewing him and asking him about, remember the word he, that we used was the audit. In the audit of your life, what's, how are the checks and balances working out? And I was, uh, to apply that to my, and he was great, but I was trying to apply it to myself. And, and I was, that, that great James Stewart movie, It's a Wonderful Life. I've had a wonderful life. Like I've had, if, if, I, if I leave this and say, Mike, it's been great to see you. And I walk out going, that was a great, poof, and the bus hit me. I think if I was asked two minutes before, how was it for you? I'd say, I did all right. And I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed meeting people. I've enjoyed, I've given the, uh, great gifts from my parents. Um, the, the gift of, 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 uh, of fun and mischief from my mother and of history and curiosity and deadpan humor from my father. And that's a great combination um, because I've been able to apply all of that. I'm not particularly good at one thing. I don't have a skill. I'm not a historian. I'm not a, a, a writer. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a mathematician. I'm not an artist. I could give you a list of what I'm not, but I'm curious. And isn't that what we're meant to be doing for a living? Just be curious. And if you're curious, you're never bored. Um, you said once years ago, uh, you said, and I don't mean that to be harsh when the emphasis on the years ago, but you did say at one point that if you're not having fun, get out. And that was a great uh, credo, and I believe that. Uh, thankfully for, for me, and I hope the viewers and listeners, um, I'm still having fun, so I'm not in a hurry out the door. Now, does that mean I don't look over the hedge every so often? Of course I look over the hedge. Of course I have to. I have to think what happens if I do get bored or what happens if they get bored of me. So, But I'm not living on my nerves. You know, I'm not that uncomfortable in my skin. I've really grown into it. So... I think it, it's, a, it's a good time at the moment. And strangely, you know, people have said nice things about the Late Late Show this season um, more than any other. It, it, that's 11 years in, people have started to say, um, actually, you know, we had the COVID um, and, you know, you handle it well. Um, 
And I would say, yeah, thank you. But I tend to, and I really, and I do it properly, I tend to pass it on to people behind me. Um, and that's not phony self-deprecation. Oh, no, you know. But you are only as good as those people. And, and I have particularly good leadership this year um, uh, that led me into a very good place uh, into my, in, in terms of my head and my heart. Okay, that's where you are now. Yeah. You're 47 years mm. of age. Um, are you going to... Take go, go 10 years down the yeah. road. Are you going to be happy in terms of the life you've led? As you've said, it has been a blessed life you would consider in the main. I know we all have little stumbling stumbles here and there, sure. but uh, 10 years down the road, will you still be doing the Late Late Show willingly? I mean, let's be honest about it. They're supposing RTE said at some stage, Ryan, we're going to give you a rest this year. Yeah. We're going to bring in Miriam O'Callaghan sure. to give her a year or somebody else yeah, to give ro- her a year. Rotating Taoiseach. Sort Rotate, of rotating <laughs> presenters of the Late Late <laughs> hey, listen, Show. Everything's possible Correct. now, Mike. Yeah. So for you, would life have ended? No, 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 no. I'm glad, to, I'm glad you put it that way because no, life would be different. It'd be strange. But that would mean, okay, you're going to have to, pick another game uh, or take another challenge. And it would be difficult. I'm not going to say to you, uh, you know, I'd not walk away. I'd be fine. Of course it wouldn't be fine. I'd be upset and I'd be worried and I'd be uh, concerned and I'd be, my my self-confidence would be uh, booted. But these are hypotheticals that haven't happened yet. So I don't want to worry myself into early retirement. Right. Um, But for the same token, I see myself there in the near to medium future. Um, and the only thing that I think might change is the landscape of the media landscape is terrestrial television. Um, you know, streaming services, Netflix and all these kind of things. They're such a threat. And yet, um, and I'll just bore you with one figure, is that the, that the, 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 the Late Late Show in this season uh, did, did more business, if you like, at the box office than it has done for six years since 2014. In other words, some programs can survive the digital onslaught some programs, like the late late, has been became has has often been, but particularly this year, uh, the town hall. People want to come to the, that show. You know, there's a type of person who watches prime time, um, and there's a type of person who listens to Morning Ireland, and they're not necessarily the same people who watch the late late show. It's a different class of of a blended sense of 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 what's happened in the week, um, of, of somebody who's talking yeah. about a film they're in or whatever. It's a very different type of show. Mm-hmm. So it's a different type of language you're using to talk to them. Mm-hmm. They're tired. They've had a long week. They've collected their kids. They're, they've been teaching. They've been... Um, they want a bottle of wine. They want a pot of tea. Yeah. They want to relax. They they're actually they, settling in. They are. Watch the late, late show. There you have it. You know, they are. It's a thing. They? And it's, it's like toast and tea. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, a strong coffee for the boardroom. It's the, yes. it's, it's the TV room. Yeah. You know, it's the couch. And that requires a different language and uh, emotional intelligence. Gay stayed uh, stayed at it for ever. His, his, his adult <laughs> life. Let's be honest, he did. And you know, he and I were very friendly. You and he yeah. and I were very friendly. Yes. Um, but Gay did have regrets. Mm. Now he. It was quite interesting. There was a dichotomy there. Mm. He did. He did have regrets about having spent his life on the treadmill. Yeah. And he felt he did miss out on life by being on that. No treadmill. doubt about it. He did feel that. On the other hand, after he retired, I remember him saying to me, I think I went too early. Wow. I th- he said that to me. And he said, you know, I look at America and some of the guys there, they're, they're staying on and they, they won't go. And I think I could have stayed on. He did so. So there were the two things there. Yeah. But the fact is, his was a very, in my opinion, Ryan, mm. his was a very straightened life. He missed out on a lot of things in terms of travel, adventure, change. Now, he loved the fact, like you say, you're a curious man. So was Gay. Gay was curious. Gay, in my view, didn't change the social scene of Ireland with the Late Late Show. He just wanted to know what people were doing and why would you do it? Mm. He had no problem Mm. saying, why would you do a thing like that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, and he yes. wanted to know. Yeah. So he, I, I think he may have missed out on elements of life. Do you ever think about that in terms of you? That That's a treadmill you're on. It is, but I don't think I miss out uh, in the way that... Gay, in many ways, I looked at Gay for things, for how not to do things. And by that, I mean, um, I was not going to be a slave to RTE. 
And that was a really good lesson. So I'm not there from, um, you know, six in the morning till eight o'clock at night, six days a week uh, with, yeah. with a 2 a.m. finish on a Friday. You must be kidding me. Um, like, you know, but, he, he, but the difference was, um, I, mean, I don't know why he did that. And maybe the program was better because he did that, but it was, it was different times. There were only two channels and he was very committed to it. And it was, and, and I, I'm, I, look, I spend a lot more time with, you know, my, with myself, my thoughts, my, with my girls. They're too important to me to, to, to compete with RTE with. They will, or will never win if it's me versus the girls. Really? Yeah. And I'd rather be, and I, this may sound strange, but I'd rather be kind of penniless and, uh, and uh, a pauper former broadcaster uh, and spend time and, 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 and love my girls than uh, tread the boards and wondering how they are. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Now here's your chance to win a top-of-the-range smartphone designed specifically for an older person. Doro are market leaders in creating phones with clearer sound and larger text, one that's protected if it falls or can alert others if you do, and makes staying in touch with family and friends simple and enjoyable. At Doro, they are dedicated to helping seniors live a better life without compromise. Doro helped make ageing an independent, secure and rich part of life. After all, age is just a number. All you need to do to win a top-of-the-range smartphone, kindly provided by Doro, is to go to the website www.seniortimes.ie and follow the instructions. To see the full range of Doro phones, visit www.doro.com. The lucky winner will be announced on the Senior Times Facebook page. Doro Phones. Making technology easy for all. Being future ready, it's a powerful feeling. Like pedalling to the top of the hill and knowing that now it's just freewheeling all the way to your front door. Whee! Feel powerful about your future. Talk to a financial broker about a pension powered by Zurich. Or visit Zurich.ie. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. If you have a free travel card, did you know that you can use it on expressway coach services all across Ireland? Travel from Cork City to Sligo Town, catch a flight from Dublin Airport or visit the home of the Titanic. Adventure awaits. And with reclining leather seats and free Wi-Fi, getting there is half the fun. Where will you go? Hop on board or visit expressway.ie. Um, your your marriage broke up. Yes. And do, what, what sort of access have you to the girls? Oh, I mean, uh, is there... It lo- is it limitless? Uh, yeah, we, oh, okay. there are great relationships okay. all around. Okay. And uh, limitless is a good way is of putting it? it. Yeah, yeah. We live close by and it's... it's, 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 it's a, I'm very, And very do lucky. you keep the girls out of the spotlight, do you? I, I certainly... 100%. You do, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you'd be doing well to know, to know their names or Correct. find the pictures Correct. of them. Correct. Because they're, they're, they are not part of this world and um, myself and their mum agreed about that from day one that this wasn't going to be uh, about um, showbiz dad or, or or anything like that and it, to uh, their mum's credit and to the girls um, smarts and abilities uh, they, they are thriving I couldn't be happier I couldn't be more proud mm. like they're they're the be all what ages are they now they're 21 and 15 gosh and you know oh. so they're yeah, they're, they're young their, women, you know. Way, yeah. yeah, but they teach me, you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, talk about being curious. Their curiosity feeds mine, feeds theirs. Yeah. They're listening to the Beatles and Sinatra, which, of course, they were force-fed and spoon-fed as kids. And they're telling me to listen to that Kanye track or whatever I might know or pretend I know about. And, uh, and they mock me now, which I think is a feature of them getting older. I'm exactly. now 
a figure of fun in their world. And um, and while that reduces me as a human being, I realize it's part and parcel what of about the human the, story. What about the, 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 the going out and being recognized everywhere, the ups and downs of that? Yeah. The ups of it, I suppose, are you get a great table in the restaurant. There are, <laughs> you know, there like are that. many ups. You know, and, there uh, are, yeah. And, you know, you can be very, there, there are, it's, it's lovely. And, I'm, I come from quite a political family, Mike. You've got to remember, uh, my grandfather on my dad's side and uh, and my mother's this side. This is Todd. Well, uh, Todd was uh, on my mother's Todd side, Andrews. Todd Andrews. On my dad's side was an un, a very less known guy called Sean Tuberty, who was a TD and a GP in Connemara, in Belladangan. And he, um, uh, they both were uh, anti-treaty, you know, died in the wool, uh, head the balls, who's son and daughter then met and obviously fell in love. <laughs> they fell out of love, but they fell in love too. Um, but the, 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 I'll tell you one quick story yeah, I can about sure, my grandfather yeah. in Connemara because it's a good yarn in some yeah. ways about passing ships and, and sliding doors. He was a young GP. He just got posted to Belladangan, an outpost near Carrero in Connemara. He arrived down, there was a doctor who was retiring and this young Tuberty doctor, Sean, turned to this old man and he said, he said, I'm in, I'm here, can I start now? And the, the older guy said, he said, listen, son, I've got one more job to do. You can start tomorrow. Cooler jets, relax and have a nice evening and we'll see you tomorrow. And he said, are you sure? Because I'm keen. He said, don't worry about it. I'm fine. I've got a job There's not over there to fix. There's a person on the island across the way. I've got to go over there. He went over to the island to fix the person. And on the way back in the boat with two other crew members, the boat went down. They all drowned. Wow. If my pushy grandfather wow. had been on that boat, on that. this wouldn't be happening today. And that story gives me pause yeah. because yes, yes. if I hadn't been there and that person hadn't yeah. been, and you know, it's, I just find life chance. remarkable. And that chance. story is chance, exactly. Yeah. It's all of that. I mentioned my grandfather on that side and Todd Andrews and then into my uncles and so on. Uh, and if one was a hotelier, I've got hoteliers in the family and of course they're great for the, uh, you know, the Lamas and the, the glad glad handle. Handle. <laughs> politicians, as we know. And I love yeah. kissing babies. Like, I love going on outside So, in other words, you're, you're out and everybody's, hello, Ryan, how are you? I'm Ryan, out, and listen, I might as well wear a rosette with those well. RTE So, and what about your kids, though? How do they feel about they feel? when you're... Oh, they're fine. I mean, they were born into it, in fairness yeah. to them. Yeah. So, they know no different. Um, I don't think that they love it because people yeah. do this amazing thing. And I love I love it because I'm fine with it. But sometimes if I'm in company, it can be a little difficult. But when people come up and go, I'm not interrupting you, but... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Think yeah. about that for a second. Yeah. I hate doing this. Gener but... Generally, really nice though. Aren't I, they? I find yeah, that I, also, I say to the to the girls. I remember uh, Maura Ryan was talking at Jerry's funeral, and she talked about how uh, they, they put the roof over her head. You know, um, the listeners, the viewers. Without them and their support, we're nothing. So yeah. I always yeah. say, remember. Yeah, these are these are the people. But it's a very private life you lead, isn't it? You choose to lead. I've, a very I've chosen life. to lead to be a public, yeah. uh, a private person in a public job. Yeah. And uh, the point to that is, you can do it. I have. Uh, I live in a small house in a beautiful part of of Dunleary, um, that has bookshelves from ceiling yeah. to floor and a fireplace. Yeah. And and a kitchen that with 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 a cooker in it. I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. need that much. And, you know, obviously the girls are there a lot. And, um, you know, we're very, it's very cozy. It's not a house, it's a home. Yeah. And that's all I need. I didn't need the, yes. the, 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 the big house or um, I don't go to premieres. I don't go to, I'd rather go to the cinema on my own on a Monday afternoon yeah. and with my popcorn and Coke, which I do frequently. And um, I, I love that. And strangely, as sociable and all as I am, I like... My, I don't want to be, I don't need to be yeah. in the papers. I've always maintained that my least favorite word in the English language is celebrity. <laughs> well, welcome to my to the Tuberty family because they will not, if somebody says, yeah. you know, that word, I'm not going to oh, say it, or famous, or anything like that. <laughs> I'd be reduced. I've got the best wing clippers in the business at home. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, consider myself grounded. Yeah, books. Okay, I'm, sure. I'm looking forward to talking to you about books yeah. because, as you know, I have a great interest in books I myself. Um, so you, at home, you've got shelves of yeah. books. Ma I know you've written a couple of books, but main, mainly what are you, what, what is your interest in My, books? I, uh, lowbrow, 
um, would be probably the best way. Of right. Playing. I have. I have, there's two sections. When you say lowbrow, what do you mean? You I mean love James Patterson. Yeah, I love crime, crime. fiction. <laughs> I you? love it. I love everything that Colin Tobin doesn't love. I love. I know, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, no. I, I, yeah. I just when I say lowbrow, I'll, I'll read anything. I am to be honest with you. I've got as I say, the shelves are divided in two with the fireplace between. On the left is nonfiction. On the right is fiction. And the fiction on the right is largely people like. Um, who would you see there? Nelson DeMille. You'll see, uh, you'll, no, you, you'll see Joe Nesbo, more fun oh, Joe than Nesbo, that. Yeah. And Anthony Horowitz. And you'll see, there's a great slew of Irish writers, uh, Patricia Gibney and Joe Spain and Liz Nugent. And they're all doing their yeah. bit for, you know, uh, rural crime uh, detectives and all that kind of thing. And then I have my favourites, like Ishiguro, Never Let Me Go, one of my favourite books of all time. And you'll see Clockwork Orange by Burgess, which is also one of my favourite because I love the, the cleverness of language. Uh, Joseph O'Connor's Star of the Sea would also be in my top 10 books of all time. Yeah, so he's, uh, that was, that's a brilliant book. It, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, and I'd say that likely. I don't yeah, say that likely. Brilliant piece. Yeah. Uh, so, there's, so you'll see uh, uh, Richard Yates, uh, Revolutionary Road, and all, yeah. all of his... Uh, Do you like Richard Ford? No, I've never read Richard oh, Ford. You must. Oh, yeah, Ryan. really. Richard Ford is the best of them all. I have He's to. a wonderful writer. I'm I'm rereading Independence Day I now, and I am simply loving yeah. every word, absorbing it. It's fantastic. But this is the thing. In in the nonfiction, what do you go for? I mean, politics. I know you're very interested in politics. Yes. I think you're especially interested in American That's politics, right. yeah. aren't you? Really. Yeah. I love American politics. And history would be another thing, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I love uh, all, all of those. Um, there's a brilliant book by uh, one of my favourites. It's not quite history, but Bill Bryson wrote a book called One Summer a few years ago um, that summed up one year in American uh, history in the early 1920s. And I just love the cleverness of of his writing and the, the, the light humour and touch. Yeah. And um, and things like the, the suspicions of Mr. Witcher. Um, uh, and she did another one called The Wicked Boy. I like I quite like books like that. Um, and then I'm reading, I've read an awful lot of Trump. Uh, I've read a lot of um, American political uh, uh, races for the presidency, stuff like that. Um, so that, that, those bookshelves are very obvious. What about Trump? Um, are you, when you're on the air, yeah. Um, you have to be relatively careful. Um, relatively careful. How yeah. what what you say? I mean, I frankly am horrified by this person, yeah. uh, Trump. Horrified yeah. Yeah, by I him, see. what he's doing, what he stands for, what, and I'm I'm even more horrified by the fact that I know so many people. We we spend time in Florida. People that I know play golf with. They are all pro. Trump. Yes. And one of them told me that the problem, you know, Michael, the problem at the moment, it's not racism, it's communism. It's they're preaching communism in the universities. I throw my hands up and I say, are these people out of their minds? Yeah. But there's a huge following for the man. You, when you watch the, uh, the watch back the race riots in, in America in the 60s, particularly 68 when, um, when uh, Nixon was elected, uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated. Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. Um, and you look at the the, the the really horrible throughout the 60s of the trying to put kids, black kids, into school in Arkansas mm. and, and watch the rage on the mm. local people's faces. And myself and my... I said, particularly with girls, because they're next, you know? They're next up. Mm. And I say to them, why, do, why are they so angry about what colour someone is. I, mm, I don't yeah. understand yeah. what is wrong with a national psyche or a state psyche that this could be the case. And and the dog's up against him. And this, this particular gentleman, who's a journalist, he's walking along and they keep shoving him and he's trying to keep his hat and his dignity together and they keep shoving him. And then this in this particular documentary I'm talking about now called The 13th, which I'd urge you to have a look at. And at the end, then they, they fast forward to a Trump rally and there's an African-American woman who was, who was protesting against Trump in the rally. And she's been shoved, just yeah. like that man was in Arkansas. And I thought, by the time I got to close to 50, that the world would be more learned yes. place for my girls. Yeah. We're learning nothing. nothing. Gay used to quote uh, William Goldman, the scriptwriter, no one knows anything. No one knows anything, yeah. And there's truth in that. But uh, with regard to Trump, uh, if you watch, there's a four-part documentary on Hillary Clinton doing the rounds at the moment. It's one of the best I've ever seen. Really? And I've met her twice. Um, and interviewed her twice, and I, my heart breaks every time, I, both times I met her, because in real life, she's engaging, she's funny, she's warm, she's witty, she's bright, she's smart, she's the quintessential president of America for the first woman president of America. It would break 
your heart to meet Hillary Clinton and to watch that program and to see, watching the documentary about her, which shows her as a, a child and so on, but then the, the running parallel is the Trump narrative of him running for office, the debates, grab them, the, all these things, and ending with election night. Yeah. And it's like watching A Night to Remember where you know what happens to the boat at the end. Yeah. And you're just saying, God, help us all. Oh. So I was talking to John Fitzpatrick, the hotelier uh, on the radio, and I said to him, John, if I put a crisp fiver on the counter of the bar and said, who's that riding on for the election in November? And he said, obviously, I wanted to go to Biden. Uh, yeah. He said, but look what happened the last time. Yeah. He said, Biden is 12 points ahead in the polls. I said, and I agreed with him. I said, John, so is Hillary. The yeah. day before the election, Mike. I really think, Brian, if, uh, you know, depending on what happens, I, the unfortunate thing is, you, you go back a number of years, the black population did not support Barack Obama. They did not come out and vote for him. They didn't vote for him. Did they not? Yeah. They oh, yeah. did not. Right. They forsook him. And uh, so now I think the hope of people on the more liberal side Start is moving. that they are going to get their act together. And now, as a result of all this, Floyd and all this stuff, sure. they're going to get out and vote. Well, it's you know? interesting because there's another uh, um, section of the vote that I, I, in an uneducated way, and in, uh, it, it was that when Sanders got defeated by Hillary last time, mm. I felt too many of the Sanders voters stayed at home to sulk. Yeah. rather than vote for Hillary. Yeah. So the Sanders sulkers, possibly, yeah. arguably, yeah. got yeah. Trump in the back yeah. door. Because be. it was it was yeah. a narrow enough lead Could in be. the various states. that got. So if the Sta Sanders sulkers get up off their cappuccino quaffing derrieres <laughs> yeah. and get voting. And get voting, absolutely. And if the African-Americans who couldn't find it in their hearts to vote for yeah. Obama uh, also yes. get busy again, there could be enough to bring Biden it over could. the line. Critical to all of this, is who he picks for vice president. I think it'll be Kamala Harris. I think yeah. it'll be a wise choice. Yeah. I because, think so too. And I think not only that, I think that Kamala Harris could well be, given the uh, the challenging chronological uh, yeah. uh, in other words, age, the age of, of five, Joe, and also yeah. the, the, the infrastructure. She's a bright woman, isn't she? She's so bright. She's a bright Wouldn't woman. you be very proud to see yeah. her with her hand on the Bible yeah. on an inauguration yeah. day? Absolutely. So I think this that's where I'm seeing it Let's going. Hope, yeah. Yeah. This is the yeah. armchair okay. politics. We're the same. It wouldn't be nice if we could raise it's a beer. It's nice for us to chat about that's it. it Parlor game. Being future ready, it's a powerful feeling. Like getting nothing but green lights on the Friday commute home. Now we're moving. Feel powerful about your future. Talk to a financial broker about a pension powered by Zurich. Or visit Zurich.ie. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. If you have a free travel card, did you know that you can use it on Expressway coach services all across Ireland? Travel from Cork City to Sligo Town, catch a flight from Dublin Airport, or visit the home of the Titanic? Adventure awaits. And with reclining leather seats and free Wi-Fi, getting there is half the fun. Where will you go? Hop on board or visit expressway.ie. Two things I want, I want to ask you about. One is your earnings being publicised. Yeah. And for that one, the second one I want to ask you about is social media. Yeah. Hold on. But, but let's go back to the, 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 the salaries sure. being publicised. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I'm getting, getting myself used to be paid buttons, yeah. you know, for years. For a while, anyway. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. Are, are you a wealthy man? At this stage, of that's your life. that's a question that will have to be. It's uh, an unpleasant uh, question, yeah, isn't no, it? It's, it's it's one for um, the the bank manager, uh, yeah. not for me. I'm going to sidestep that because. But um, you wouldn't be a big spender, and I don't no. mean that. I'm not suggesting for a moment that you wouldn't. No, spend, it's it's all there for. You for, don't live a life that it don't entails have extravagant lifestyle. You don't. No, no, far from it. And um, no, so that's that's. I think that in terms of the salaries being published and so on, I think that the, I, I I totally understand. That Mike, you know, people it, it's you know, people pay license fee, but equally, um, corporations pay advertising, and um, the RT have alighted on whatever figures they feel I should be paid, and I pay my expenses and whatever I have after that. Then so be it, and I'm yeah. very fortunate, man. So I don't, I'm, I'm, it's all good. Um, okay, social media. Yes. Tell me, tell me what way you think. Are you on social media? Uh, Do you participate? Do okay, you... so I was on Twitter when it started. Uh, or uh, Gay would hate you to call it Twitter, 
for Twitter, your, your soft T. He hated, he hated that. Hated. Oh, but, but, I, but, but I think it's weird if I said Twitter. You'd say, Twitter, oh, yeah. man. We're Irish. Like, we do soften the T. So unfortunately... I, no, I, I think the other one that gave was the news. The Here's news. the news, you know. know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But look, you anyway, can't have it everywhere. Anyway, and, anyway, and everyone yeah. also has a thing that annoys somebody else. Sure, sure. So, um, so I was on it, and I really enjoyed it. And I loved being on it, and it was great. And I felt it was like, do you know it was like going to a party or a new... You know, and I thought, there's really nice people here, and they're telling me, have you read that, and have you seen this, and have you met your man? I said, no, this is great, everyone's really nice here. And then the word got out. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guys with the bags of cans arrived uh, and said, uh, you know, where's this party? And we kind of went, well, it's kind of a bit full, we were having good fun, now nah, we're coming in. It's it got, got too, too big. big. The party okay. got too big. <clears throat> there were people out in the garden, you couldn't get into the fridge to the in the kitchen to get, whereas before there was loads of room in the kitchen I'm using this party analogy but I know it's, it's going to be better out of control yeah. but I just yeah. like a nice party where you can move around and talk With and it's free and it's nice and people listen and have a discussion that stopped so what happened my daughter Ella was was of an age uh, about I can't remember what age at this stage probably about 14, 15 and she turned around to me one day and she said are you on that again I got quite addicted to it uh. yeah and uh, I kept being on it and I was looking for um I was looking for validation. I was looking for, I was thinking, was I funny? Was I good at that? <laughs> pathetic. It was pathetic. Uh, but I say it, I. And uh, when your child is saying, are you on Twitter again? Time <laughs> yeah, to, and right. I remember I was going to meet my brother. she was three at the time. And, well, she I'm was, kidding. I know, but you're yeah, right. I know, yeah. but all your children are always three yeah. in some ways. But I went to, I was going to the pub because I go and meet the, the family. And I sat down, it was a little bit early. I ordered a pint of Guinness. And I wrote a tweet that said, and it's probably there for if anyone cares about it, but I said, uh, right, everybody, it's been a blast, uh, but it's time to say goodbye. No drama, good luck. And that was my last tweet. And I signed off and uh, never went back. Right. And that was about, what, eight, five, six, seven years ago. Really? I don't know what it was. And I didn't miss it. I haven't missed it for one second because I feel it's, 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 there's a, there are a great bunch of people on it. Mm. But there's a lousy bunch yeah. of people on it. Yeah. And the lousy ones, the problem with the lousy ones is that they're very loud, yeah. they're very angry, yeah. and they're very mean. And they're not good at dialogue. Mm. And that doesn't suit me. Well, you know, I, I recently read uh, Jacob Stockdale, the rugby player, yeah. and um, he, uh, he was deeply affected by just the few negatives. It's, I think, the the yeah. trouble is, you're going to say, ah, oh, they're really nice, aren't they? And then somebody comes out with a shocker. A real mean thing that gets and under And that's skin. the one that yeah. gets you. Well, that's, look, that could, be, that could probably be said from, it was ever thus, that 10 people come up and said, loved your show, Mike. I remember you were doing the arts program. Yeah. Loved it. it was great. And one person could come up and say, you know, nothing. Yeah. And you go... And you go home that day and someone will say to you, how was your day? You say, fully enough, it, it was fine, but then it got really bad. What happened? Well, 10 people come up and said, I'm great. Yeah, so what's wrong with you? One said, I'm one awful. Said, yeah. So what are you talking about? Look at the, do the sums. That's, it's but the no, one. But we skew the sums but in our heads. It's the one you're going it's to the remember. One. So, yeah. so imagine that multiplied by a billion on yes, Twitter. Right? So, yeah. so I would do the Late Late Show. And I think, wasn't I great? And I'd go out, I'd, I'd check the phone afterwards, look, tell, waiting for everyone to tell you how great you were. And they go, looking at this thing, it's like a bubbling cesspit of hate. Yeah, and I was totally the worst <laughs> thing. And I go, and I said, why would I? And I was doing this week in, week out, and I'd go home deflated. I said, why would anyone want to be on that platform? <laughs> so, and then I see J.K. Rowling tying herself up in knots at the moment about uh, trans and people and so on. I'm not like, even going to get into it other than to say, the great thing about being online is you can go offline. Offline, so yeah. So get off. Yeah. Get off. Absolutely, Now, yeah. I'm on a thing called Instagram, and Instagram is nice because it gets me to a whole other audience that aren't listening to Radio 1, aren't on necessarily the uh, watching the Late Late Show, but and there's a lot of younger people on it, and there's no meanness to it. And it's yeah. simply photographs, okay. and, and it keeps in touch with, yeah. with the sort of Keeping online touch, presence. Which is without, different. Yeah, and I man it myself. I don't do too much on it, and yeah. I definitely won't be corrected by my daughter yeah. uh, if, if, because I'm not on it enough. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's more, it's a loose um, relationship with the online community, and it's kind. And the yeah. first uh, uh, messer, any bit of trouble, they get blocked immediately and sent. Yeah. Not even the naughty step, they get sent home. So that's it. That's got my head around it eventually. Family are really important to you. They might be all an end <clears throat> They They really are, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're um, my best friends. 
in terms of your your own personality, Ryan, you're you're a, a, a most agreeable, sociable man. Even though I know you have your your private times and you ration it very wisely, um, what is is there a dark side to you? I do not mean anything dramatic, anything, but anything is dramatic. there is there a negative side? Are there things about yourself that you um, you 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 acknowledge? If maybe not, yeah, publicly, I think or, I think that they, 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 it's ne- it hasn't been linear. In sense, in sense of being uh, predictable and beautiful, it's been difficult along the way, and I'd say that uh, I would have to take responsibility for any difficulties along that way. And um, but I think that's between me and my conscience, um, yeah. and you know it feeds into my uh, desire for privacy because anything that I've done that I regret, I have to live with, and I wouldn't um, have to, I wouldn't discuss it because. I think um, what it does do, strangely, is it allows me to be a better broadcaster, mm. uh, whatever about being a better person. Because when I get certain emails in or texts in from people, or if I meet people and they tell me a story, um, despite the fact of a very, very private life, I've seen a lot and I've experienced a lot. And I'd mm. say I've seen a lot and I've experienced a lot more than people will ever know, because I'll never write a book and I'll never talk about um, everything in my life, but uh, will you not? No, uh, I would never, um, because there are too many people involved in it. Yeah. In, in, in family, in my family, and and sure. every, and, and, and other people's I, I families. I believe you're right. I did write a book, and I regret it. Oh, I wasn't and saying I, that. No, I know that, but yeah. I but I agree with you. Yeah, I just yeah. don't. Yeah. I don't. Uh, so I was just saying that yeah. on the basis that you know, I will be good to this. I think to the end. Mm. I think yeah. you know, unless something weird happens when I get kicked out, like you said, I got when they do the rotating late late show, I suddenly have to find myself <laughs> looking for you're, Bob. Are you selling going a to, book? You're going to go away and say, "Does he know something I don't no, know? No, no. Is Miriam going to step into the late late show next year? No, I, you, I, you always know have, I always have plans. Like I always hatch. I'm always hatching plans for the the escape route. So I will never be um, on my ear. I'll yeah. find somewhere to go. Yeah. I've, I've got a terrific agent uh, who is also my friend, and I think that's very important. But back to the family thing. Um, I I think my that my family as I get uh, even as I get older, the last ten years, they've just become even more important. I'm talking yeah. about my brothers and sisters. Don't mind my mother, who's brilliant. And I'm talking about uh, my girls, and you know we could we socialize a lot together. People call us the royal the royal tenabams. They mock us for being peculiar and close, um, but we have some crack. And you talk about darkness. Yeah, the humor in that room, in that pub, at that bar stool is yeah another level. So, but all of these things, there's a side to me. I think that people don't know, may never know. But I think in in the way I conduct certain interviews, they, if 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 you listen closely, you'll know he knows what he's talking about here, yeah. and you can only know that because you've lived it. Yeah. And I've lived uh, probably been close to people who have lived it. Correct. You know, and that could be tragedy. Yeah. It could be just broad sadness. I've seen a lot more than people probably think. They probably just think, yeah, he's a privileged, jumped up black rock boy, and I understand that. I people think that, but um, pain, grief. Sorrow doesn't uh, do bank accounts. Yeah, don't do bank accounts. Ryan, I wish you many more years of contentment, thank you, and happiness, yeah, and good. fulfillment. And thanks a million for doing this. Well, Mike, it's been a pleasure. You've been somebody I've admired uh, for many years now, and to, for you to ask me to do this was a real honor. So I jumped at the opportunity, and um, thank you for having me. And maybe we should do a another one in a few years' time to see how did everything go? I say to, to talk about <laughs> President Harris and how she's getting on and, in the White House. Yeah. Ryan, thanks a million. Thanks, thanks. During the course of these podcasts, um, I have been fascinated by the fact that uh, one of our sponsors, and we were delighted to have them along, is Doro Phones. Now, I, while I was mentioning Doro Phones, I have to be brutally honest and say I actually know and knew very little about them. But however, we decided we'll rectify that and I am delighted to welcome to our podcast the President and CEO of Doro, Carl-Johan zetterberg Boudry. And Carl-Johan at the moment is in Malbo, which is the headquarters in Sweden of Doro. Thank you so much for joining us, Carl. Carl Johan, I'm sure you have many other things to be doing with your time other than explaining what Doro is to somebody here in Ireland. But anyway, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It's uh, fantastic, fantastic to be part of this podcast. And um, 
fantastic, of course, for us to be part of Senior Time. So I'm, I'm delighted to be here. Good. Well, look, I'm going to just ask you some very basic questions. Um, Dorophones, you are based in Malmo, as I mentioned. You are Swedish. But tell me about Dorophones. What is your area of specialization? Absolutely. So you could say uh, Doro in general. We are a technology company, but focused on seniors. Uh, so everything we do, we do with the seniors in mind to ensure and support seniors to live an independent and uh, fulfilling life. And in doing so, we uh, we develop and uh, sell different products and services where mobile phones adapted for seniors is, are one of our core products. Uh, the other element that we have in main offering are technology-enabled care services for seniors as well. But if we take mobile phones, and as I said, it's mobile phones that are adapted for seniors. And even though seniors are becoming uh, much more tech savvy uh, and uh, probably as techy as uh, you and I nowadays, with age still comes uh, a few hurdles to overcome, even though you might be technologically um, have everything you need in terms of competence. But regardless, comes uh, maybe some uh, worsening eyesight, um, dexterity, hearing, and other items that unfortunately we want it or not, uh, happens with age. And we adapt our products to make sure that um, we try to overcome and help seniors with those challenges to make sure that you can be part of the modern society and leverage modern technology, even as a senior. So let's let's concentrate on the phones um, for a start, because I know you're, you do other products and we'll talk about them later on. But with regard to the phones, so you want to make it as easy as possible for people who, one, may not be all that tech savvy, although I agree with you, people are becoming more and more tech savvy. Uh, but two, maybe eyesight is not as good as it used to be. And also maybe a little bit of nervousness about coping with uh, modern technology. So you're you're offering a range of phones for a start. Now, you you have smartphones on the one side and you have, what would you call them, old-fashioned phones, flip phones? What what way would you say? We have what we call uh, feature phones. And then feature phones, we typically talk about either bar type or candy bar type phones. Or you talk, as you say, about flip phones or clamshells. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay, right. So, where, where I would say the typical senior product uh, has been the flip-type feature phone, uh, just because of the opportunity to, you can close the phone, there's no uh, accidental uh, pressing any keys, it's easy to have with you in your pocket, because of its uh, foldable shape, then uh, it's typically possible for the screen to be a little bit bigger, for the keys to be a little bit bigger, but still maintaining a sort of reasonable size of the phone. Okay, so in other words, it's a a handy package, the print is large, and it's not overly complicated. What what are the things it offers? Obviously, okay, for, for the very, very basic one, you can make and receive phone calls. What else? So as you say, it depends very much on what type of phone you will be looking at. Well, go for the go for the very, basic, the very one. basic one. As you say, of course, it's a standard offering from, call it any mobile phone, in terms of being able to make and receive calls, uh, sending and receiving text messages, taking photos. Then what we have as a feature on all our mobile phones is we have a security key, typically on the back of the phone, where you can call it call for assistance, so to say. And if you take, uh, without adding any additional service, you can program that uh, assistance key to contact, call it your, your, your circle of loved ones or circle of uh, carers uh, to receive a notification if you press the alarm button. So that's a standard feature that's included in, in all our phones, even the, the basic ones until the top ones. 
So in other words, if you have a weakness or dizziness or you fall or something like that, you press the button on your phone and it notifies your carers. Yes, exactly. Or, or if you just want a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so that's the very basic one. All right, now you have a range then going from the very basic one and your range goes right up to the sophisticated smartphone. Am I correct? That's correct. So then you would have one of the basic ones and then you would essentially go up to more advanced, what we call feature phones, where feature phones today is almost becoming a smartphone in the sense that you can now include or we include modern applications like, for example, Facebook and WhatsApp, etc., on a feature phone as well. And then just as you say, you go all the way up to, uh, um, call it the competitive standard smartphone uh, with everything you can do on, on the smartphone. And from, I would say, the core of our software and our smartphones are as almost every smartphone today based on the Android software platform from Google. So it has the, the possibilities that all phones based on the Android platform has. So in other words, if um, I, you probably don't even want to hear the word iPhone, but if somebody <laughs> has an, an iPhone, um, you, can, you can literally, on, on the, the phones heading for the top of the range that you have on offer, you can literally download anything that you could get on an iPhone. And you also have um, print that is more accessible for people to read, perhaps, and you have your alarm. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. And what we can do with our smartphones and what we've developed now since, as we mentioned before, uh, the, the seniors are becoming more and more tech savvy. And many seniors, they've used the smartphone um, maybe for many years um, and want to maybe switch to a smartphone that maybe are more suitable in terms of hearing, etc. But still want every functionality that you get from a standard smartphone. And as you say, everything you can do, maybe not on an iPhone, but everything you can do on a Samsung or uh, Huawei or any of the other products using an Android platform, you can do with our phones. Yeah. Uh, but then as said, you can adapt them. One, the hearing, et cetera, is adapted. And from a software perspective, you can make them easier to use. And as people are becoming more tech savvy, we actually have what we call uh, a special special graphical user interface that's more action-oriented and maybe a, a standard operating interface for a smartphone. Okay. So, if, and it's very easy. I know this is a kind of a stupid question to be asking you, but nonetheless, if somebody actually has a phone of any kind at the moment, a mobile phone, be it a smartphone or whatever else, if they, if they wish, they can switch very easily from it to Adoro by purchasing one. Is that correct? It's an easy switch, in other words, to do it. Absolutely. It's an easy switch. Uh, you will you will recognize yourself definitely in Adoro smartphone, having used a previous smartphone. And also, as you said, we try to do uh, the, the things that you normally do simpler and quicker. Uh, just as maybe take one example, we typically see if, if you would like to send a text message or take a photo, etc., and looked at how many clicks do you need to get there and actually take a photo and send a text and try to optimize that to, to make it as smooth and easy as possible with as few clicks as possible. Okay, very good. Um, let me ask you this. Where, where can you buy them? I mean, wh where are the points of sale in Ireland? Uh, so one, we sell them through uh, the large operators, which in Ireland you can find our products at three and uh, soon also at Vodafone. Then our second large uh, channel will be the retail channel, where you, for example, can find Adora phones at Tesco in Ireland. And then we also work with specialist channels, uh, selling maybe more dedicated equipment for hearing, etc. We also can find Adora products. So besides maybe three in Tesco being large ones, we also are present in other 
large outlets like Post Mobile and uh, Mint Plus Mobile, uh, more online focused in Ireland. Okay. Where do you stand in the market with regard to your product? Where are you? I, I don't know of anybody else who's specialising in this technology for the senior segment of the population. No, we do have a few competitors if we look at the European market uh, in total for senior mobile phones. I would say we are one of the very few ones having a larger European presence in senior mobile phones. And overall, from a European perspective, I would say the same holds for Ireland, that we are the clear market leader in senior mobile phones. And also having, as we discussed before, a complete range from more simpler and um, call it cost-effective entry feature phones up to advanced smartphones. Yeah, good stuff. What else do you do apart from phones? You're, you're into alarms, I write generally? or the, the main other offering that we have in, in Doro in total, uh, it's not in Ireland yet, but that will hopefully change soon uh, in the future. The other main uh, offering that we have is what we call technology-enabled care, um, where maybe the most common product uh, known from the average user is what we call care phones. So home alarms that you press if you uh, happen to be in an accident, maybe you, you fall over and need support, etc. And then we have care phones and other products associated to that that are essentially uh, the way of contacting uh, uh, contact center or alarm receiving center. And in other regions, and so in England, in Sweden, and in Norway, we then have contact centers that takes the alarms. So in total, we have around 320,000 uh, seniors that are contacted to our contact centers, where we handle roughly seven to eight million alarms on a yearly basis. I tell you what, it's it's very impressive and I'm I must say I'm I've been learning while listening to you. So it is adding to my store of knowledge. Um I just want to mention by the way that this product is is an invaluable product and I think it's extremely good that you're making it as known as you are even in Ireland. But we're delighted in senior times and I'm personally delighted that you're staying with us as a sponsor. We're putting together a suite of podcasts which will be featuring later in the year on the Senior Times website and you, I'm delighted to say, are staying with us as a sponsor. Now, if I could mention some of the suite of podcasts that we have lined up. We have Mary Kennedy, who's going to do her own special podcast series. We also have John McColgan, who will be continuing his My Tunes, which has been immensely successful so far. We've invited Liam O'Wainley, he of Hot House Flowers. You remember Liam and his Don't Go, major worldwide hit. Liam is going to do performances and guests. Um, we have Kathleen Watkins, who's going to do poetry and prose. And John Banville and I, John, of course, Booker Prize winner and uh, one of the top writers in the world at the moment. John John and I are going to do a podcast on books and literature. And I am delighted that Doro is going to be with us throughout. This will go right through the autumn and right up to Christmas and we'll be starting it in the near future. And I want to thank you, Carl-Johan Zetterberg-Boudry, President and CEO of Doro, one, for joining us on this podcast and two, for expressing the confidence that you have in our future podcasts. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm, I'm delighted to be part of this. And, and it's fantastic to even be mentioned in the same sentence as the other fantastic guests you have lined up for the podcast. So I'm, I'm very happy to be here. I think the work that you're doing with the podcast and, of course, the Senior Times is, uh, is fantastic. And we are very happy and very excited to be part of that now and going forward. Thank you so much. That's all from us for this week. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and that you'll join us again. The Senior Times podcast is produced by Conor O'Hagan and brought to you by Senior Times magazine, Zurich Expressway, Doro, and the Sports Surgery Clinic. This is Mike Murphy saying goodbye for now. Listener.